0: but I I had struck up a friendship with uh, then Senator Obama when he was a U.S. Senator from Illinois and we would worked together on some transportation issues. And and I like to tell people that uh, I I believe this. Uh, I believe that uh, President Obama uh, does believe in bipartisanship. Uh, I'm an example of it. Uh, After he was elected uh, his staff called me and invited me to come to an interview in Chicago and uh, offered me this extraordinary privilege to have a front row seat on continuing to watch history in our country and be a little bit a part of history. And uh, and the President, during the 21 months that I have been in this job, continues to reach out to Republicans. I think he will do that. I think he realizes that's the only way uh, that we get things done here in Washington. I think there's probably two or three <clears throat> opportunities over the next several months uh, after the new Congress gets sworn in. I think... Uh, I, I think if people are serious about the the deficit and the debt, uh, the debt uh, commission uh, obviously is going to come out with some very, very significant uh, recommendations. And I think the President will take them seriously. And I think the leaders in Congress will too. I think in part, you all know that's what the election was about. And I think the President is willing to roll up his sleeves and sit down with the new uh, leadership of Congress and and really uh, work hard on this idea of uh, how do we really begin to pay down our debt and uh, really make a difference and, uh, and look at these recommendations in a very serious way. So I think that's one area. I think another area where the President wants to work with Congress in a bipartisan way is on transportation issues. When I was in the House 14 years serving on the Transportation Committee for six years I was a part of a Congress as was Denny uh, Mike Ferguson was there too. Uh, we passed two transportation bills. Both of those bills in the House passed with over 300 votes. Transportation has never been a partisan issue. And uh, I can guarantee <coughs> you this, the President not going <coughs> to make it a partisan issue and I don't believe the leaders of Congress will either. Particularly given the fact that in transportation you can actually put people to work. You can put money out there uh, in all different sectors of transportation and you can really begin to jumpstart the economy in the senate during on on consideration of both of those bills over eighty senators voted for those bills so i think transportation can be a real conduit a bridge between uh... the president and the leaders of congress in terms of getting a bill now we are operating uh, on a bill that uh... has gone almost beyond two years and there's a pinup demand in the country i've In this job, I have been to probably over 100 cities in 40 states uh, talking about the stimulus bill where we received $40 billion. And I can tell you people are working in transportation jobs, uh, resurfacing roads, bridges, and other projects. Uh, And I, I think there can be a bipartisan opportunity here. So I think on the budget, I think on deficit reduction, I think on transportation. I think there's a lot of light at the end of the tunnel on all three of these. Uh, I, I think the President will also get support from the new leadership in Congress and and the and the new members in the House uh, on on uh, what's going on in Afghanistan. I, I think if you look at the rhetoric about that, I think there's uh, very strong support uh, in a bipartisan way for our troops uh, and what we're trying to do there. Uh, so, uh, this idea that uh, you know there aren't any issues or there aren't any opportunities—I uh, think there are on s- some very significant issues, and there may be others. Uh, but those are the ones that come to mind immediately, uh, and and so I, I think uh, you'll see the president. that uh, you, you know he's already reached out to the leadership, invited them to the White House uh, to talk about the lame duck and what can be done there, uh, but more importantly to talk. To have a big vision, a big view. And uh, I think the President does have a big view on transportation. One other thing I just want to talk about very quickly and that's high-speed rail. Those of you that have <laughs> been to Europe and Asia and ridden on the high-speed rail, and I, th- I think most of you have, come back to our country and say, why? why don't we have it in our country? And it's because we've never made the investment. We just haven't. Well, the President and the Vice President do have a big view on this. Uh, and. There aren't many conflicts about it, really. Uh, they put $8 billion in the stimulus bill, and we've put that money out around the country, in California, in the Midwest, in Florida, on the Northeast Corridor, to really jumpstart our opportunities for high-speed intercity rail. And I can tell you this, again, there's a lot of enthusiasm and energy for high-speed rail. Now, in some places, people think it's not high-speed enough. Some people think it's too slow. Uh, You know, we're going to have those disagreements, but in the end, our plan, our big plan is that over the next 25 years, uh, we're going to connect 80% of America. This is not dissimilar to where we were at with the interstate system. We have a state-of-the-art interstate system built with the Highway Trust Fund because Eisenhower had a big view of this. And subsequent congresses over 50 years uh, stuck with the plan, and now, uh, we're the envy of the world when it comes to the interstate uh, program, and and we're also the envy of the world when it comes to our freight rail system. We have a state-of-the-art freight rail system, and we have begin, begun to put some resources into our freight rail, because we don't have enough money to build all the infrastructure for high-speed rail. We're going to need the freight rails, and so we put um, more than $500 million into our freight rail system to fix up the tracks so we can get to higher speeds. We know we're going to have to use some of the freight rail. If you look at the plan in the Midwest, it's a six-state plan. It connects the Midwest, and again, there's a lot of enthusiasm for this. We're going to have a rail line from Chicago that stops in Joliet, Normal, Springfield, and goes to St. Louis in about two and a half hours once that project is completed. Uh, that's, That's a good plan, and it connects the other states also along the Northeast Corridor. Eventually we'll have a rail line from Canada all the way to Florida and uh, we'll connect the south uh, South, and southwest. So uh, it's a good plan. In California they're going to actually build new infrastructure uh, and they'll have trains running 220 miles per hour, the length of the state. Think of all the cars that will take off the road. Uh, it's uh, the congestion and so forth. So it's a good plan, a good vision, and um, and it has very Uh, bipartisan support. So why don't I stop there and and see what uh, any of you would like to talk about or any issues you'd like to raise. Uh, uh, You know, I haven't, you know, one of my passions has been distracted driving. Uh, And you, I I think, heard uh, our uh, lecture on that. But uh, it's a very important safety issue for us. Uh, as Jim knows, you can take on these safety issues at DOT and really make a difference, and uh, each secretary has really done that, and, and our signature safety issue, I believe, uh, uh, is uh, distracted driving because uh, we think we can save a lot of lives and a lot of injuries if people will put down their cell phones and blackberries while they're driving, uh, which is now illegal in uh, 30 states.